Hey, 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 on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, we are so giving Miss Carly Red a call because, I mean, hello. Right? Shit went down, Lejeune. Mm-hmm. We've got the season finale of Love and Hip Hop Miami, Black and Crew New York, Caesar, and the gang cross paths with Nine Mag at the Philly Tattoo Convention. Dun, dun, dun. On RuPaul's Drag Race, fans are shocked as Rock'em Sakura becomes our latest queen to sashay away. VH100, the podcast is going down now, the quarantine edition. Heyo! Pew, 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 And welcome to VH100, the official podcast for all things VH1, pop culture, and more. If you haven't subscribed or commented, let's get it. I am Easy Manole. That's right, and I'm Lejeune, and we're excited about yet another amazing, fabulous episode of VH100, the podcast. So if you guys want to get all up in this conversation right here, make sure you use that hashtag, VH100 podcast, and talk that talk with us. Easy, what is going on? I know. So, <laughs> interesting times that we live in currently. And I know last week right, I right. had you at my place where we, where we recorded together. But now we are separated. We are. We're alone, but still together. We're alone, but still together. We're doing this kind of via Skype. A little different and odd. But I am happy yeah. that you are at your home because I did hit 104 temperature. What? I did hit 104 temperature. What? It's confusing because, you know, you're reading what's out there and it's like a symptom is like a dry cough and X, Y, Z. So I don't have a dry cough and obviously I have like the fever part, but the fever has subsided. But my eyes were really hurting and my head hurt. It felt like a sinus thing. Okay. 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 Noted. Noted. Um, And then another layer, though is again it's tough because you're seeing that a lot of people are sharing things because obviously we all want to help each other but right in fear we also accidentally bust out some information that is not necessarily true so i i did read an article that's like oh it could be a thing that you lose your sense of smell and taste and i also don't have a sense of smell or taste at this point but i don't know if but that's... wait hasn't that been a thing for you in the past i don't this isn't a new thing for you right losing sense of smell or taste yeah don't have you had an issue with that i did like have when like you have like that? a sinus thing so i don't know if i have a sinus situation but anyways i'm just trying to be very precautionary i am staying home right. Because I am seeing a lot of people that are just like trying to still go out and about, but I'm not doing that. Where are they going? Everything is closed. Stay home, everybody. Stay home and easy. You know, I'm sending positive vibes your way. I'm sure that that fever will go away. But I, too, am glad that I am here. (laughs) But your place is cute. I love coming over. I know. It's very cozy. And I did enjoy it, too, because we had the candles lit. But I'm I'm glad that, because, you know, I'm not trying to get your son sick and your whole family sick. Right. We cannot have that. And my mom is all like, oh, get out of the city. You know, the epicenter of the virus, as they're saying on the the news. Yeah, you're like, oh, my God. And I was, she's like, you know, come upstate. And, you know, I'm kind of thinking, like, that does seem like a good idea, because in a New York City apartment when I could be at my mom's house and Taj could run outside and play in the backyard even if we can't be around other people. He can play in a yard. Yeah. No, I know. But then I have a nephew who just came back from Puerto Rico. So I'm like, Ma, I'll see you guys maybe in two weeks Uh, after we make sure uh, Eli's good. (laughs) So love you guys. See you in two weeks. I know. I I feel bad too because my mom lives in Delaware and I kind of want to go down there. But now 
not knowing what's going on with me. I'm like, I'm not trying to expose homegirl to that situation. Right, no, no, no. So we shall see. But overall, I am feeling okay, though. As you can see on Skype, I think I look no, kind of cute. you look good. You look good. I'm so excited. Thank God for technology. And I can still see your face. And we can continue to do this because, you know, we're here for the people. And we have a lot to talk about. So we need to get to it. We certainly do. So let's jump right into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Okay? Let's. No pop culture pop quiz until further Good, notice. I mean, who has the time? What is happening in pop culture aside from COVID? <laughs> exactly. And I don't want to depress us anymore. So that's why we got to use this little thing as a little escape, okay? To get our minds off of things for a little bit. So we had a new episode of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta where it was very, very action-packed. And I think you just got to hit us with the free cap because we all know we want to get, get Carly on the phone right now because hot damn. She had a lot of shit going right. on. So you ready to hit me right, with it? Right, 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 right. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you. All right. And three, two, uh-huh. one. Uh-huh. Free, 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 uh-huh. Carly got married on the low. Called out her girls for the funeral. Her and Alexis Sky had a heart to heart. They got to the root of where the drama start. Shooter showed up, but he won't come in. Sierra said, uh, you shouldn't have came in. Carly Lakeness, that was a lie. Heard that she just didn't want to testify. Carly tried to flip the script on Sierra. Don't do that. Sierra's buttons got pushed. And then it popped off after Carly got mushed. She got mushed. Okay, that Yeah, she did. That was a whole five finger. Face um, Palm. Palm on your nose, mush. (laughs) I was thinking about makeup, eyelashes. I was all, oh my God, that is a boom. Like, yeah. So before we give Carly a call, Sierra, right? She's on her way to court where she's facing one year in jail for the assault charge, as we know. Right, right. At the courthouse, Shooter does pop up. And when he came out from the columns, legit, like, my nipples got hard because I was all, oh my God. Right. He came through. He's doing this. And then, shoot up. Just just like Sierra was excited, I was. But then he hits the both of us with, like, well, I'm not going into the courtroom. I'm just here for support. So obviously, she's going to be upset because she's like, are we serious? Like, you rolled all the way out here only to find out that you're not coming in now. So get your ass up on out of here. And BK's even, like, trying to defuse it. No, I get him. Like, come on. He's here for support. So, anyways, Shooter's just like, peace out, girl. Like, good luck in there. Gotta go. And Listen, E for effort. I sort of do kind of respect it, and I understand where BK was coming from with it. It's good that Shooter came. Um, that's an argument that they can have later. Well, he can have in his pocket later. Like, listen, I know I didn't do it on your terms, but at least I showed up for physical support. Like, one thing for him to not want to go into the courtroom, which I sort of, you know, that's a whole nother story, but that's his personal journey. But he did come. He got up out of his bed, drove his car, and made his presence be known. And he was just trying to send her some positive vibes. But, you know, he did it on her t- his terms, and Sierra wasn't really with it. So Exactly. And then, you're right, it wasn't the time to have that kind of conversation at the, at the front, no. of the, front of the courthouse. But that's okay. No. And meanwhile, Carly, stuck in all sorts of traffic, she ends up jumping out of the car, but ends up at the wrong place, and she's trying to call Sierra, but that's obviously not the best timing. So there's a lot more stuff that went down with Carly, and I say we give our girl a call. Hello? <gasps> ring, 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 bitch! Pew, 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 pew! Hey, <laughs> hey guys! 
Hi, how are you, hon? I missed you guys. Ooh, oh, I miss you too. And let me tell you, we're going to be missing each other a whole lot more because, girl, what the fuck is going on? We're just getting started. <laughs> uh, wh- how are you holding up with this whole COVID situation? Right. Well, let's just say this. I'm doing very well. And toys are selling very well because when people are in the house, Ooh. we're horny. Yes, I heard that there was like a free porn subscription thing going on to keep people that if you were positive, you were getting like some sort of free porn subscription. So send those people toys too. Hello. <laughs> keep I mean, the house. toys are doing very, very well right now because people are indoors having sex. Wait, they I, are. Do, I need to make myself an order actually when we get finish this podcast. <laughs> I got you. I'm going to send you some toys. Yeah, no, please do because I've I've really been getting to know myself quite well. A number of time <laughs> number of time of days over here. So that's fine. <laughs> it is toys on me. Thank you, Carly. Yay. So, we got a lot to chat about here, Miss Thing, all right? Mhm. What let's, happened? Oh uh, gosh. <laughs> What's going on? What did I do now? <laughs> Exactly. So let's start off with Sierra, okay? She she definitely gave you the wrong courthouse. You have like a receipt and everything for that, right? Right. Yes, I have a receipt and everything for that. First of all, okay, let's just get down to the to the real truth, please. Sierra told me that I didn't have to come because she said it was getting dismissed. Yeah, got it. So she. Right. So she said, oh, girl, you know what? It's not that serious. You don't have to show up. It's not one of those things where, you know, uh, you got to testify. Because if I was subpoenaed or or if I had to testify, if it was one of those things where I had to testify, of course, I had to be there. I had to be there with my attorney and everything. Correct. Yes. So it wasn't one of those things where it was just I was just trying to support a friend. It was one of those things where, you know what? I want to be there for you. I want to support you. I'm here for you. I'm going to fly back in town. I flew all the way back in town. Even though she told me not to come, she was like, no, 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 you don't have to go. You don't have to come. It's not that serious. They're going to do a continuance. I said, no, I'm going to be there and support you. Now, when I get there, um, you know, she gave me the wrong courtroom, which is fine. You know? Yeah. And then I see her like leaving or whatever, um, doing her thing. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Cause I was like, Oh, Carly, because I've known you for many years now, and I know that with with all, with all due respect, I know timing ain't your thing, which is okay. We all have our thing. I'm always late. I'm always late. You were yes. late for for Erica and Safari's wedding. Yeah, we saw that. Because whenever I have to have Carly show up somewhere, no offense, I do lie to her. Ah! <laughs> Come on, Sierra. If, you know if, this is a serious situation. You gotta know your girl. You gotta know your girl. You gotta know, know your girl. With. You gotta know your friend. She gotta be where? She gotta be here at five o'clock. All right, I'm gonna tell her too. <laughs> so no problem. <laughs> what about knowing who your friend? Knowing things about right. your friend. Exactly. I, mean, I know. I know my friend Sierra, and I know there's certain things Sierra is not gonna come. If I invite Sierra to, uh, you know, to the movies or to my show or, you know, if I'm doing a grand opening at my store, Sierra's not going to show up. Yeah. Wait, a grand opening to your store? She won't show up. Yeah, which we'll get into. It's about knowing my friends. It's not that she don't support me. She just... Won't roll through. Yeah. She won't. Yeah, she ain't, she not coming. <laughs> it's about knowing your friends. All right, all right, all right. Well, after the court hearing, you didn't see or speak to her whatsoever. There was was there not even a check in? Was there no like, what happened? How did you guys not connect after missing that date? Well, she was busy doing her thing, um, you know, and 
And, you know, I said, okay, let me just give her her space. She was busy um, getting her court stuff together. So I was like, you know what, let me give her her space. Because in time like this, you know, you got to figure things out and figure out what you're going to do next. Mm. Okay, I get that. Well, I mean, that's probably why shit got pretty heated at her event. Uh, Even Rashida looked very surprised that y'all put the hands on each other. Did you expect her to shove your face like that? That that was like a five-finger situation. She was like, bubble! Yeah, um, I I think that, you know, at the end of the day, um, your friends should never, ever, ever disrespect you. And um, me, you know, talking to Sierra, she didn't really mean to do that. You know, I'm not going to... You know, I'm not going to backlash her right now. I'm like, oh, she just... You know, she... You just, in any, I would not, I told her, I was like, I would never disrespect you like that. You just, you know, five feet apart. Like, you can argue all day, but once we put our hands on each other, then it's like no respect for the friendship. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, that's really, really tricky. But we did see that that um, wig got snatched. So we, you know, did that happen at your hand? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I mean, what happens when you get into a fight? If somebody, you know, if somebody mush your face, right. you got to fight back. Right. It's, you know, you touch me at the end of the day. I got to I got to put the pause on. No, mm. I feel you. It's, it's just like if I touch her, I should expect her to hit me back. Right. Yeah. And then we do see that she said like, oh, I had a couple drinks in me. And when you mix that with this apparent information that she heard that apparently you don't want to testify on her behalf, it puts somebody in a certain headspace. So did you tell anybody that you didn't want to testify on Sierra's behalf? Probably after that situation, I probably did say being upset. I was like, no, I'm not testifying. I mean, after she mushed me, of course, I'm not going to testify. Before then, no, absolutely. I was always 1,000% team, you know, Sierra, you know, support team, you know. But probably after that, I was probably like, hell no, I'm not, you know. Yeah, because it seems like she's saying that it happened before then. So I'm all like, uh oh, right, right, right. I'm sure we're about to find yeah, out. No, I'm definitely team Sierra. Before this had happened, before our fight, I was, I wanted to have her back and and be there for her at all times. Mm. Absolutely. And of course, yo, the way you announced your marriage and divorce at the same time, by the way, right, in the most right. carly way possible to your girls at a damn funeral home. I'm just like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you didn't think they would get, like, worried that somebody passed away. You're just like, hey, roll up. Like, no no big deal. Just come to this funeral home, please, and we're black. (laughs) I was basically burying my marriage. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. It was a reveal and a burial. All in one. Of all sorts. In in my head space, he was in there. Mm. I was burying all of that. We saw what was in the casket, though, right, Lejeune, the pictures? Yes. Hello. The disrespect was in the casket. Yeah. Burying all of that. Yeah, there was a lot going on there. I wish I could have cremated it, too. (laughs) I feel you, sis. But when your girls asked you the reason behind the divorce, you bust out the pics of Mo allegedly having a prostitute in your bed, sis. Yeah. Like... I asked him to go out of town with me. I was like, can you go out of town with me? I'm going to do the IVF. Oh, my gosh. While you're going through your IVF process, this is happening. While I was going through the IVF process, a young lady, as I'm at the doctor and everything, she said somebody, I don't know if it was a young lady, someone, someone behind this DM, this 
page, someone behind this page had sent me a whole bunch of pictures and was like, your man's cheating on you. And I was like, my man's cheating on me. Let me look. And now, you know, you see your man's cheating on you as the headline. You're going to look deeper. Right. I started looking deeper. I, I accepted her messages and or his message or whoever messages. I accepted the messages and the messages kept coming in, kept coming in, kept coming in. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. But how did you know she was a, a prostitute? Because later on, she put, she sent it to the blogs. Oh, mm. these damn blogs. Right. <laughs> Giving them voice. Later on, she sent it to the blog, <laughs> and it didn't go far because I think my husband at the time, he had, this is what he told me. I don't know if it's true or not. But this is what he told me. He told me that he had paid the blogs to take it down. Mm. Mm-hmm. But she had sent it to the blogs, and, um, and that's how I found out who she was. But all this time, I just, the picture that I have, she's clearly in my bed. Right. You know what's crazy? This girl was taking pictures of my carpet. Like, Oh, hell. See, she really wanted you to know. She really wanted me to know that she was at my house. She was taking pictures in my bathtub, like, with the, with the, with the towel in the background. Oh, she wasn't like, even enjoying herself. She just was collecting receipts. Yes, she yeah, was. She was. Just... She's like, this is your tile, bitch, over here, too. Don't forget about that. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So the, I have pictures of her, just a, a picture of her air with my, the tile in the background. Oh. I have pictures of, I'm like, girl, wow. okay, I get it. You're in my house. <laughs> she's like, well, because she knows you're the queen of receipts. So she's like, let me make sure that this girl got it. No yeah. So just uh, for for my own mind's sake now, so the person that was DMing you was not the same person in these pictures is what you're saying, right? Like it's two separate, somebody setting these pic- pictures on behalf of her? So the person, so when she, the, when the blogs came out, right, mm-hmm. I realized who the person was. Mm-hmm. The blogs, you know, the blogs going to look into it. They're going to, you know, they, they. We're going to do everything. They did their due diligence. Yeah, they did their due diligence. So when it came out, that's when I found out who the girl was. And I go back to the DMs and I'm like, so the person who DM me was not her. Mm-hmm. Got it. I mean, she made a page. Yeah. Oh, no, she sure did. A little voyeur account, if you will. And then I look back and I'm like, wow. But I say I screenshotted everything. Every single thing I screenshotted it. As soon as she sent it, boom, screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. Yo, I want to go through your camera roll legit because I'm sure you have screenshot galore amongst other things in there. Okay. I have screenshots (laughs) of everything, baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we do see that you and Alexis are now on good terms compared to last week, which is great. But we do have some questions here because, again, I was like, what the hell did she get herself into now? So (laughs) according to Alexis, the ring that you got from Mo was initially hers. But then he went on social saying that it's a complete lie. He never even tried to give her a ring. So what is the deal with that? Complete lie. First of all, I got engaged twice. Wow. <laughs> let's, let's, you, better, you better brag about that, Carly. Let the people know. I got engaged twice, okay? I got engaged right. twice. One in front of my daughter, because you know my daughter goes mm-hmm. to school in New York, and she mm-hmm. goes to college in New York, and he wanted to do it in New York and, and ask my daughter's hand, hand, you know, if if it's okay, that he can ask her mother's hand in marriage. Oh, that's sweet. My daughter went with him to pick out the ring and design it. Mo didn't know this person at all. This has been our family jeweler for years. Mm. Oh, okay. So you got, yeah. Yeah, so. she got the story. Okay. My and daughter literally, out. and my when when she picked out the ring, my daughter took videos, like because oh. it was like a moment for the for both of them. So my daughter basically designed my ring. So the first ring, in front of her, she designed it, and she and then um 
you know, he, we got engaged and everything. And he said, oh, it's, this is not it. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you're going to get engaged again. Now, my, he wow. told my daughter, he said, I, I want to get engaged in front of all her friends now. I want her friends to know that, you know, cause it was just intimate, just the family, my sister, my daughter, you know, yeah. my mom. It was very intimate the first time. Mm -hmm. So he said, I want to do it in Atlanta with all her friends. And which mm -hmm. is when Sierra came, Mimi came. It was all over TMZ. It was everywhere. Yes. Second ring. He took my daughter and said, listen, can we go back to the jeweler? I want to give her a second ring for a friend of her friends. I have two engagement rings. I know. That would happen to Carly, of course. But okay. Wait, I, need a, I need a picture of, of, of that ring finger with both of them rings. <laughs> like, were both <laughs> of these yours, miss? Were both of these? Which one was yours? Exactly. Which one? Circle. Which it. one, both? <laughs> my daughter designed those two rings. And I have a I have a video with a jeweler. He actually says, "Hey, her daughter came with Mo and designed this ring from scratch." Oh my god! But we know that you do you do meet up with Alexis at the at the boxing gym, right? Yeah. And when you got to hear Alexis's side of the story on how like a Mo allegedly stole money from her family, how did how did you feel about that? For a fact, I know that Mo and her family went to court. Mm -hmm. If any judge said that they stole money, Mo would, he would, in court, why did it get dismissed? Ah, so you're saying there's no evidence. There's no Carly receipts. No evidence. Mm. If he stole money, any judge would have said, yeah, you stole money. Okay, you owe them restitution. You owe them money. Blah, blah, blah. But no, the whole case got dismissed. So why are you still bringing this up? You need to become a lawyer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she knows how to collect the evidence. She sure does. She knows what needs to be done to get the litigations fully processed. It's, and my attorney, it's my attorney. I gave him my attorney. It was my mm -hmm. attorney that he used. He was like, um, you know what? I'm, after that situation, they were like, oh, we're going to sue him and da, 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 da. And I was like, listen, use my attorney. My attorney's good. Okay. I told my attorney exactly what to okay. do. Okay. <laughs> See, there she goes. Right. Carly, the lawyer. Right. Carly, the lawyer. Partner. My business partner. Right. <laughs> I know. The lawyer, everything. I love that. So if, if someone stole any money, why is the case dismissed? Well, Got that's it, folks. You heard it right here. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do have to say, though, it was very super sweet of Alexis saying that you could do better than Mo. And she just, like, seemed very genuine about it. And she was also just like, and also just like, you know, I never did have sex with him. But damn, Carly. Even when the girl is saying she didn't have sex with them, you're like, nope, I have receipts that say otherwise. Right. <laughs> Receipt master. Oh, no, yeah, no. So what do you, is it photo receipts, video receipts, or text receipts? You don't have to tell us exactly what it is, but just like, I just want to know the genre of receipt I'm working with here. Okay, so I have a receipt of him at her of, of her at the house. He, he, I have the ADT receipt of, of her being at the house, at the crib, in his bed. Mm. Or he met me. Because you know me. When you meet me, oh, you have to buy me a house with my name and your name on it. You, there's yeah. no, no, uh-uh. When he met me, he had to leave that house, get rid of it, sell it, do whatever you want. And we're getting a house together. She's worse than a gay guy. Okay. I don't, like, gays, you know, us gays, we jump into a relationship really quick. But damn, Carly, you just get a whole fucking house involved. Okay. Yeah, I don't play that. Like, no. New cars, new houses. I'm not sitting in that car where she was, where any girls were. You mm. get a new car. He had to get a new car. He had to get a new house with both of our names on it. We, had, mm. we went house shopping together and we split the house down. So in the divorce, I'm going to just take a 
uh, a jigsaw and just, we're just going to split the house in half. Wow, okay. <laughs> half of that house belongs to me, half of it belongs to him. Damn. All right, so yeah, that 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 was a lot that happened in this episode. But what right, else you got going right, on right. with us? I know you had to close your shop, Mercy, and obviously the boutique in Vegas, and we know we got the sex toy line going on. So what what else is going on? Yeah, um, oh, man, it's so crazy. Um, yeah, I definitely for the protection of my customers and the safety of my employees, and mm-hmm. I had to, you know, close down Mercy. But the mall is still open, guys. That's crazy. It is. Yes. Oh, snap. It was my um it was my due diligence, you know, that I was like, No, I'm gonna close the store. Okay, that's wow. nice well, of you. Good. Shout out to you for making that happen because there's so much craziness going on and these waters are so unprecedented. We don't know what's going on and how to handle it. So, you know, I think it's important for us to all take these necessary measures right now to Look out for one another. Yeah, I decided to close it down. I, I mean, and I told my employees, I said, listen, I'm going to pay you guys, even though you didn't, you know, those who, the regular schedule program, I'm still going to pay you guys as if you're on the schedule, but I have to close the store for your protection and the yeah. protection of the customers. But the mall said, well, no, we're still open, so it's up to you. I was like, yeah, I'm closing it. Okay. And um, everybody, ever since people have been quarantined, I promise you my sex toys have been selling like crazy because people are inside and they having sex and I'm not mad. Do you think y'all? Thanks, please. And order these toys because these toys are selling out. That quarantine baby boom is going to be real. Mm-hmm. Yes. Walking around like, girl, what you you pregnant? Girl, I got a quarantine baby in me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can't thank you enough so uh, for answering our call. Appreciate you and just keep being you, Carly. You know, right? The All right. Know. right. Thank you, guys. I okay. appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Bye, Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was the OG. Carly. I know. Oh I love her so so much, and I just love how real I could be with her because she's just like, okay, Emmanuel, sorry if I fucked up. I'm like, oh, you never fuck up. Let's just get it together. I know, I know, I know. She's the realest. She's the realest. We, I mean, she's just so legendary in the franchise. We have to talk to her again real soon while we're. Oh on no, the we will. Don't you? Because I was just literally as we were on the phone with her, I just kept thinking about iconic moments that she was involved in and how yeah. she. I mean, people to this day be like, shook the table. You yeah. Know what I'm <laughs> just everything and even to this day she still has iconic moments so carly thank you for always giving us I good know, tv girl i love you i love you you <laughs> keep it coming with us yeah so on next week's episode we see that carly and sarah are trying to get it together mimi's opening up to stevie about not feeling marriage just for her mama d has a surprise party for scrappy where she gets grilled about her cola mm-hmm. and light-skinned keisha and bambi go at it so right Again, we learn in the episode that their beef of Bambi and Keisha stems from one of Bambi's friends, Amy, who used to mess with Keisha's dude, Coco Bongo. At the time, Amy and Coco were together, but I guess she got the boot when Keisha came into the picture. Uh, And that's why she is now considered a hood squirrel. Yeah, there we go. So we will see what happens next week. So we also had the season finale of Love and Hip Hop Miami. Which was also action-packed trick pulling at my heartstrings over here. Right? But. I can't. I, I can't. With, I need you to pull my eardrums with the free cap, June first. Okay. All right? All right. Hit me with it in three, mm-hmm. two, one. Oh. Free oh. cap.
Tricking Trina on the radio, Prima Donna said Amara Lavic Thumb. It's an intervention all up in Trick Kitchen. Suki Mama talking Sunday with her kitties. Hubert had a heart to heart with Kenny. Launch brunch, everybody gonna won. Trina dropped news, re release her album. Joy to Trick, she trying to work it out. Prima Donna told MJ what Mara's about. Said she got received, she splashing Julie again. MJ said that he ain't worried about a thing. Mm mm. Don't worry about a thing. All right, so poor Trick and Trina, all they're trying to do is have a launch party for the new morning show on 99 jams right. which Congrats. has always been a dream of tricks i loved how genuinely excited he was i know i know i know i know so so he- cute and for some reason at this launch party everyone thinks it's a good time to pull folks to the side for a conversation when shay and prima donna chat pre is like well amada blew this whole thing out of proportion she's very dramatic you know what i mean and she's using annie as an excuse to break up with mj because amada technically wants a baller and shay's like oh that's right i thought about that too so now shay's like well i'm gonna pull amada to the side and she's talking to her how mj has hoped that they will get back together if that's not the case amada should let him know so he could move on fine no problem so Amada goes up to MJ, but doesn't get too far because Prima Donna just Mm-mm. happens to roll up at the same time for yeah, her own she conversation. Had, she was bringing the good news, honey. She said, I got to talk to MJ. Yeah. So she <laughs> gets blocked by Amada. So yeah, what, is, what does one do, Lejeune, when you're a little pissy and you want something to say? You throw a drink you in someone's face. You throw a drink. You <laughs> throw a drink. So that's what happens, and Amada pops way the fuck off. MJ's trying to interject and calm them down. Shay shoves him out the way because she's like, this is a bitch, this is some bitch shit. You gotta stay out of this. And now Prima Donna's busting out that Amada and Julian have been hooking up apparently, and there's receipts out there. And now MJ's like defending Amada, saying one day she will be his wife. So yeah, I'm not because too sure. Shay, Shay kept trying to shove him, but he said nope. I'm standing right by my lady. I'm not yeah. worried about none of that. So this was his time to shine, MJ. You better go ahead and use this as an opportunity to show Amada that you got her back no matter what. Yo, he took that time. Because he, <laughs> he, I mean, did. even Bobby said it. He's like, yo, I need to get me a man that defends me like that. Like, hello. Exactly. But at this point, I'm not too sure why Pre is so pressed. That I, like, I was getting confused now because I was like, okay, he's standing by her side. She's even trying to talk to him. He's saying she's going to be his wife. So what's what's up with you now? Like, are we just trying to get involved for fun? Or does your friend Annie actually have feelings for him and want him back? Or are you now just upset that she's upset? Because sometimes that's the thing. People just don't want other people not messing with them. You're like, you mad at me. I'm, Honey, I'm mad at you. And here's why. Let me let you know exactly why you fake. You yeah. <laughs> so that's what it seems like. I'm like, whoa, sis, you mad. You mad. Yeah, she was big mad. And Amada's even confused as to why Prima Donna is wasting all this energy on her. Right. And I'm thinking that maybe if she was at the link up Prima Donna had with Miami Tip, she would have a better understanding how Pre doesn't see Amada as a sister or there's no sisterhood there. Yeah. Which I think that's where the disconnect is coming from because I'm pretty sure Amada sees Pre as a close friend or else she would not have opened up about her issues with MJ. Right. Right? And I also get confused on that because if Prima Donna didn't really view her as a friend, why would you even bring your friend Annie to be like, yo, look at what your man is doing? That's where I was just like, huh? And uh, I don't know, Prima Donna's just like, yo, you should be thanking me. So there's all that. But not all the side conversations at the launch party were bad. Joy and Trick. I loved all of that. Oh, they're too cute. It was they're so cute. cute. So Joy He said, is... Trick said, you trying to make me cry? 
Yeah, Trick. Joy. Stop, prick. Joy is saying uh, if he keeps going this positive way, focusing on his health, they could work on things. But of course, with counseling. Mm-hmm. And when she said, like, well, I just know there isn't anyone else for you but me. And he almost cries, like, that's where my heart just sunk. Right. I love I loved their love story. And yeah, it's cute. Even when she visited him at home, you could tell there's vibes there. And their friend AJ Johnson, who doubles as like a fitness instructor and now a relationship mm-hmm. therapist, I guess. Well, Shh. it's just so beautiful because it does seem like the trip to the Bahamas helped bring them a little closer. So it's almost mm-hmm. as if Vanessa just continues to connect them. Girl, you better connect those dots. I right. love when you connect a good dot for me. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that. You know how and- to do it. <laughs> But I do love that their friend AJ was just like, I could tell there's a lot of pain and anger towards yes. y'all here. And yes. maybe Trick's unhealthy habits are stemming from a lack of love and communication. And she might be onto something because then when Trick was all like, well, Joy is the only person that has ever hurt me. Mm. What? Knife right. through the heart. Knife through the heart. But my bendito Trick, why? I was so mm. sad. No, that didn't do a knife through the heart. That was me like typical, 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 brother. Of but course. I was stunned to say, like, she's the only person that ever hurt me. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I No. All right. So no. Lejeune's not buying it, but I signed up for the whole subscription, clearly. So that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a man. No, let me say. <laughs> <laughs> but clearly they are in a good place. They're cuddling. Roses were, ge- roses were given. And that kind of conversation needed to happen for them to move forward. It's true. It's true. It's true. I love that he gave her roses and did try to, like, get her some ring or expensive lavish gift. Because we all know that his love language has of the past has been buying gifts. And I yes. think that now they're working on a different sort of communication. And I love to see it. And I'm so excited to see how they flourish and come back together. I do love how butterfly they are, too. Like, there's just such a vibe. It just reminds me of, like, high school love. I know. And the fact that that's still there after these decades that have gone by, I think it's beautiful. So I'm very it happy is. to see them back together. Hopefully we'll see a little more at the reunion next week. Right. We shall see what goes down. So, oh, my uh, goodness. Is, is Trick going to re-propose? Oh, my God. Stop. I just can't. I'm sorry. I, I'm going to say I hope not because we've seen proposals happen on reunions and yeah, they don't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. They don't ever right, go. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Thank okay. you so much. <laughs> true, right, so, true. 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 <laughs> before we get to Black Ink Crew, New York, and RuPaul's Jag Race, Lejeune, what's our hashtag? You know, ladies and gents, if you want to get in this conversation, <laughs> use that hashtag VH100podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So, Black and Crew New York. Teddy wants to rename himself Earl because the name Teddy is too close to too Tati. Too close to Tati, right. Which I love that. And then following Walt and Jess's therapy appointment, Jess is not into the idea of marriage since it's tough to come back from the infidelities of it all. Hey, better that she said it now yeah. <laughs> rather than after walking down that aisle. Exactly. Exactly. With the, do you, do you do or do you not? And they're like, I don't. <laughs> Speak now forever, hold your peace. But it seems that a lot of things were unearthed for Jess, feeling like things yeah. were really swept under the rug when they did get back together. But at least if you're going to have that conversation now, now is the time to do it. No, it's true. And that's why I think that, you know, therapy like this is so important and everyone should give it a shot. In fact, we should do podcast therapy. I'm down for it. Okay. I mean, we kind of did it with Carly earlier. Hello. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> We're almost there, Lejeune, but okay. Clearly, Lejeune's paying attention. Um, all right, so... <laughs> so then, Young Bay picking up from last week. Her dad is making a run for it down the FDR, no less. Lord. Which is a really super busy highway in New York City, for those of you who don't know. Yeah, and it's... He- not a place that you want to be walking. Period. Yeah, at all. But Let I'm like, alone okay, running so. away from cameramen. Yeah, and jumping a median. I'm like, wow, check him out. He might be 72, but he got it going on with those hips. Right, I'm like, and, he's a flight risk. But he gets those hips into a cab and he bounces. And even though the crew is already heading down to Philadelphia for the convention, Bay decides to hang back for a day because she wants to give her dad a second chance at the conversation, but with no cameras in their faces and in a public setting, which that park is as public as you can get, everybody, okay? And her dad is saying that he's 73. Oh, sorry, 73 years old, not 72. And you begin to settle things and admit to the physical abuse. I was very surprised that he admitted that. And he was filled with regret and self-pity. So when she asked him if he resented hitting her, he brings up again how he wanted to provide for the family the best that he could, but conditions didn't allow him to. Mm. And I'm guessing these conditions are not being able to support the family financially. Financially, yeah. And I understand how sometimes, you know, that can cause all sorts of different, like, mental health ripple effects, you know, and not feeling adequate in the field. And maybe you're being abused and take advantage of, and you abuse the people that you can. And those oftentimes, unfortunately, tend to be the people that we love the most. So it's a vicious cycle um, that's hard to understand. But I wasn't surprised that he admitted it. I think that he wouldn't have come back if he wasn't ready to have the same type of conversation where she just completely flipped out. I don't think he would have come back if he wasn't ready to own up to it. But he's still not saying sorry. I didn't even think of that. Okay. But she breaks it down. She's just like, listen, can you imagine not feeling loved growing up and how that has affected my life? Our family was hurting because of you. So when she starts crying, again, I know you and I talked about this, how he doesn't really console her mm-hmm. or make a move or say anything. But he's just like, well, I hope this conversation serves as a closure and gives some fatherly advice that she shouldn't work too hard, but work in moderation. And you can tell he doesn't know what to do, which I wouldn't expect him now to console her, knowing how she was raised. And she does offer him some money, which I clearly doesn't sit well with him because he kind of jolts up and makes a run for it again. But yeah, you do the see he's crying. At the FDR. Hello. He but he was like, crying. Did you see the tissue? Yeah, he was. He was. Oh, that, I think they'll talk again. I, you, you and me both. But I know in certain cultures, people take offense when offering money. Like I know in, in the Greek world, sometimes they're just like, what are you doing? No, I got this. And you're just like, okay. So not too sure what's going to happen there. But hopefully in upcoming episodes, we will see that they'll have another sit down. And then Bay finally does make her way down to Philly for the convention where everyone else is. And we know that Nine Mag and Kitty are there. Okay. Even, did you see how Don was like, oh, Kitty's here? I had no idea. Right. And he's like, but I'm not surprised because she has been spending the wink, wink, lot of time. (laughs) I adore him. He's so great. Yeah. (laughs) And Kitty's claiming to be there on behalf of Second City Inc. since Charmaine was pregnant at that time. Mm -hmm. So Ryan was like, oh, you know, I'll invite you to shadow the booth because I guess she needs some inspiration for their booth if Second Mm -hmm, City Inc. mm -hmm. goes. But, I mean, just to say it, I'm pretty sure she's attended these conventions before. Oh, so so you're saying that it was a trip for, for Nada? I, 
I like, don't know. It wasn't I'm necessary just, to travel to Philly to see another I, booth. I, I don't know. I'm just saying she's a very intelligent woman and she's been to these conventions. I don't know if she really needed that kind of, you know, but whatever. Right. <laughs> whatever. We're not. I'm not saying anything, I, but I hear what you're saying. <laughs> so Donna and Tati roll up to the nine mag booth, of course, because they want to see what's good with Kitty. And when they don't get any kind of acknowledgement, they call her out. Some words are exchanged, and of course, we all know at these conventions we don't like any fuckery happening not by the, not in front by of the a booth, booth, baby. Not by the booth. We know this is bad for business. What's up with that? So, of course, Ryan's going to step in to defuse the situation because, of course, it's in front of his booth. Donna walks away out of respect for him, only to get into some shit over at Caesar's booth then, which wasn't her fault. Um, one of his clients was Lil Almighty J, and Donna's like, yo, let me try to help you with some tattoo ideas. Almighty J's like, okay, well, maybe I could get your name tattooed on me. You know, he's being a little flirty, and clearly he doesn't get that done. But for some reason, after the tattoo is done, Alex, Donna's boyfriend, feels the need to check him and let it be known that Donna is his. He doesn't mm-hmm. want any disrespect. And Almighty J is just like, yo, it was just for TV. What do you want me to say? But he's like, no, 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 sir. I don't give two shits. This is real life shit. Let's not get out of pocket here. Right. And it is. on TV, that's my girl. That's my girl on TV and in real and life. In real so, life. bro, what's good? <laughs> and they're talking about having kids. So it, there's a serious conversation happening there. Alex but, yeah. is a wannabe future baby daddy that is upset that this man says something to his girl. Let that be motivation to put a ring on it, brother. There you go. Well, I might, but I, I guess it doesn't help when Donna's giving him a run for his money with the whole toy baby and the fake going into labor reenactment. I, thought that I mean, was that was just so great. I love it. It was so in brand because we saw the wedding reenactment, but I'm like... And, you know, Alex brought this up as well. Like, sis, he had a baby before. So I don't know if this experiment is as effective for him as yeah. someone that maybe <laughs> didn't have this experience. But whatever. I, I E for effort. Love, love it. Love, it was love cute. all that you put out there. But at the convention, though, I guess Donna also got turned on that. Alex got gassed up on Almighty J because she's mm-hmm. like, ooh, you better like, okay, mm-hmm. you, you better claim me. So teach their own. That's fine. Right. And then back to Bane, who's now trying to get Kitty together when mm-hmm. they meet up for coffee. You'd think she's had enough with these heart to heart conversations. Right. But no, <laughs> she's here for it. So when chatting about the tension Kitty has with Donna and Tati, Kitty straight up says, I want nothing to do with Tati. Okay, fine. Next. Donna. Well, she was open to having a friendship with Donna, but when the comments went down on the Blackie and Crew Instagram page, hello, mm-hmm, that's why we tell mm-hmm. y'all to follow them. Right. <laughs> a line was crossed, and Bay's like, well, listen here, you're not that innocent, okay? Some shit talking and lying happened on your end as well, and mm. keep in mind, Bay is still in that mindset and energy from her conversation with her right. dad lying. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? So she feels like Kitty's doing the same thing. Consider herself triggered. Right. <laughs> so Bay gets heated, calls Kitty fake and a punk ass bitch. She hits mm. her with that cute coat. That was a really cute coat. Mm-hmm. I like that. Security breaks them up, and now. Kitty's swearing on everything she loves. Next time she sees Bay, what's she going to do, Lejeune? She's going to beat that ass. <laughs> she's going to give it to her. She's, she's going to give it to her. Let's ass. just say that. 
<laughs> so next week's episode, Caesar announces that he's opening up shop in Chicago and has a conversation with Ryan on how he's been moving too funny. Right. Then on top of that, he finds out that 113th is getting an eviction notice, which obviously is going to set Caesar off. And then Donna finally has the Tati, quote unquote, conversation with Alex. And it seems he's not too into the idea. Mm. Ugh, so mm. much going on. Even mm-hmm. more going on in RuPaul's Drag Race. Hello. Right. So, <laughs> we say goodbye to Rockham Sakura, who is so hard on herself for getting eliminated. Aww. Rock Rock was in the bottom with Britta. And this lip sync, legit, the both of them were just like ripping their outfits off. Just, just give it their all. Right, right, right. They went and- all the way in. All the way in, and we do love a good splits galore. And our top queen this week was Gigi Good, who also won yes. a mini challenge. And our guest judge, Leslie Jones, who I was a big fan of because I didn't realize she was such a fan of the show. Right, right, So right. she's, like, fanning out as they're, like, at the judges' table. She's straight up recording Rue on her oh cell phone. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? I She's like, oh, my God. It's happening. It's happening. And even the during Untuck. The fanning? Yeah, she, like, couldn't believe that she was there for Untuck. But she got herself together real quick. So she's like, Widow. Get yourself some new pumps. We're over that. Nikki, you need to bring some personality up, girl. Like, what's going on over there? She just Mm. had, like, so many notes. And then, even when the episode was airing, Leslie had even more notes because she took to Twitter and kind of came after one of our queens a little bit, Britta, calling her a shady queen. She came for Britta's pineapple dress where the judges thought it was supposed to be corn. So it's safe to say that Leslie is a hardcore fan of Drag Race. Right, and the whole, right, right. And the whole maxi challenge, it was a fashion ball where the queens had to deliver three different looks. One was lady baller, a basketball wife, and then balls to the wall. The balls to the wall look, they had to design themselves and create. And anytime there's a design challenge, this is where... Everybody gets a little heightened because not everyone is a designer. Right. So some of the queens, there was a handful of them, one of them being Aiden, had trouble with designing their outfit. And Jan tried to give Aiden some advice saying, you know, your look is kind of resembling a referee. So that was her way of trying to help Aiden out. And Aiden's just like, all right, well, I could just add a whistle and just call it a day because, you know, you're wearing black and white. It's a theme. So... (laughs) Everyone in the workroom, Nikki Doll, for instance, is trying to politely tell Aiden that maybe you need to step up your look. And right. during Untucked, Aiden is claiming, you know, I did everything that I could, but everyone's calling her out like, yo, you finished before all of us and you took a nap. So they were just trying to tell her maybe you should have utilized that time. Right. Polishing that outfit. So not entirely sure, but she's just like, listen, my face sells, but this is a design challenge because Aiden's makeup is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Very, very. She knows how to beat a good face. So good for you, Aiden. And judges pretty much co-signed with what everybody was saying that they weren't here for the for the, for look, the face. But that's okay. it, it was about those looks. Yes, exactly. And. In Untucked, Leslie, again, being the fangirl that she is, straight up asks Aiden, you know, what's up with you? Like, what's up with your vibes? I don't I don't like what's going on here. And Aiden's just like, listen, I don't have the same background as these other queens. They have drag families. I don't have drag families. And she's just like, I'm about to hit you with the one and two. Mm. It doesn't matter where the fuck you're from. I'm from Compton. And now here I am. I'm Leslie Jones. So your background 
and your past doesn't make your future, okay? Right. Let that be a lesson, folks, at home. Let that be a lesson. <laughs> so I was totally here for it. So then on the next episode, we have Gaze Anatomy Challenge, yes. where Jada seems to trip up a bit. And we have Normani as a guest yes, judge. Yes, judge. Okay, right? come on, motivation. motivation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, very into it. All right, so Lejeune, what's today's podcast dedicated to, Miss Thang? Oh, my goodness. This is going to be a fun dedication because I feel like we didn't even talk about this as we were having our little conversation. But, you know, I'm going to save the drum rolls for later. And right now, we're going to dedicate this episode to Uncle Milk Dog. <laughs> no, that was so, so good. I loved Donna calling C's Uncle Milk Dud and talking about his wrath. Should you come across his path? I died, I died. I know. I straight up had to pause it because I was like, wait, what did she just call him? She's like, ah, you can't upset Uncle Milk Dog because if you cross him, you'll feel the wrath of him. So, boom. Right, right, right. Good job, Donna. No, that was too cute. That was too, too cute. (laughs) All right, so that's a wrap on episode 48 of VH100. That's right. There's a new episode of Wild and Out on Tuesday at 8 p.m., so don't forget about that. And, of course, don't forget to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember, spread the word and stay home. That's right. And, of course, be sure because, listen, while you're at home, you need to be knowing what's going on. And some of these beefs are going down on these pages. So make sure that you are following the official Instagram pages for VH1, Love & Hip Hop, and Black Ink Crew. Plus, don't forget the at in front of all that. Mm, And then, of course, you got to make sure you follow at... RuPaul's Drag Race, and I am mm-hmm. Easy Manoli. That's Easy M A N O L I. That's right, and I'm I A M L A June, like the month. Hello. Boom. So make sure you're listening to us and keep it 100. 100. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.